card collectors dig quarterbacks. Wide receivers, man, they're fine. Everybody loves themselves a good Jerry Rice card. And, and running backs are also okay. Nobody's going to turn down a Walter Payton rookie something-something. But QBs rule over all. Now, it, it's totally understandable because quarterback is arguably the most important position, not just in football, but in all of sports. Also, the signal caller is almost always the face of any given franchise. So if you have the option to collect either Justin Herbert or, say, Austin Eckler, you're probably going to go with Herbert. So here we are days, no minutes, no seconds away from the start of the 2022 NFL season, which got me to thinking which QBs might do stuff on the field this year that'll make them more interesting to collectors. And who might do stuff on the field that doesn't move the needle and who might do stuff that'll be, you know, bad. Kickoff is here and the quarterback rooms are humming, which means it is time to collect this. Welcome to Collect This, powered by CSG, your go-to sports card grading company. Here's your host, Alan Goldscher. Before we dive into this uh, quarterback-centric NFL preview, uh, I have to bust out a disclaimer, and I'm going to bust it out in a disclaimer voice that I have been working on since the beginning of NFL training camp. Okay, here we go. Ahem. The information heard on this episode of Collect This is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as investment advice. Best disclaimer voice ever. Never in the history of disclaimers have I heard anything so gosh darn disclaimer ever. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we've got three tiers of quarterbacks we want to talk about, okay? Tier one is guys whose performance on the field uh, I think will lead to a better standing in the hobby. Uh, tier two is guys whose performance on the field uh, I think could uh, lead to kind of a flat line in the hobby. And then tier three is guys whose performance on the field uh, will make them kind of eh in the hobby. But remember, don't forget, for entertainment purposes only, not intended as misbehavior advice. Uh, so, so we're going to start with the studs. And uh, the most obvious stud, call me Captain Obvious, Josh Allen. Okay. We know that he is beloved amongst football fans. His, his, his ADP, his, his average draft position amongst fantasy drafters is number one. Uh, and the Bills are favored uh, by many to go to the Super Bowl. Okay, So it makes sense that this is a guy you want to invest in, but it also makes sense that you kind of might want to shy away because his prices are going to skyrocket. Okay, Here's the thing that it, it might be worth throwing that extra change at him. So last season, the Bills were fifth in the league in time of possession, right? This year, they drafted a running back, a guy by the name of James Cook, who uh, probably could be an RB1 on a lot of teams. He's RB like 1A or 1.5 or 2 on the Bills. But the fact that they've got a two-headed monster in Cook and Singletary means that Josh Allen is going to have more opportunity. And remember, they were fifth in the league last year in time of possession. Now that they've got some, some backs who can you know, keep the ball and give Allen the option to do a lot of play-action work and catch the ball. That's going to help, right? And the wide receiver situation, also really good. Stephon Diggs, beast. Gabriel Davis, who could be a WR1 on most teams, looks like he's poised for a breakout season. Okay, so we can stipulate that things are looking good at the quarterback position in Buffalo. Card-wise, check it out. In the last month, 
Josh Allen's card value, according to Card Ladder, where all these card stats are coming from today, is down 7%, right? Now, you kind of got to wonder, why is it down 7%? The Bills are basically anointed as Super Bowl champions already. Uh, it's the thing. This year, there have been 12 six-figure Josh Allen card sales, right? So just the way averages work, it's going to go down because there aren't going to be that many six-figure card sales. There'll be a lot of lower sales, but it's going to just bring the average down, okay? So you've got a declining average, and you've got a team that is poised to go to the Super Bowl. Now, collectors don't just love quarterbacks. They love quarterbacks who win Super Bowls. Josh Allen could be that guy. Maybe the prices are high. Maybe they're more than you'd want to spend, but it might be worth considering because he is a beast. The Bills are beasts. Give it a shot. Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. Um, Philadelphia is a much maligned franchise. They're a little bit messy. They have been a little bit messy. This year, things are looking good. Uh, Fantasy-wise, and and there is a correlation between fantasy and collecting, right? So fantasy-wise, keep in mind that last year, Jalen Hurts was the ninth best fantasy quarterback ahead of Kyler Murray, who was a darling amongst fantasy people. Now, check it out. This year, the Eagles have the second easiest schedule in the NFL, okay? Not only that, they come into the season with one of the best wide receiver rooms in the league. We're talking A.J. Brown, beast. We're talking Devontae Smith, beast. We're talking Quez Watkins, who I have a special place in my heart for because he helped me win a couple fantasy games last year. Yay, Quez. Now, people get that Jalen Hurts is is poised for a big year. Collectors have been buying him up in droves. His card value over the last month up 19%. And believe it or not, 14 five-figure card sales in 2022. Now, there are a lot of Jalen Hurts cards out there that would be would be of great interest. They're high pop, but if you get something slabbed, if you get something highly graded and you hold on to it and he ends up being the third best fantasy quarterback in 2021 and throws 14 touchdown passes, passes to A.J. Brown, all of a sudden, nice investment. I like Jalen Hurts. Another guy I like a whole lot is Russell Wilson. Everybody loves Danger Russ. Now, he has not been beloved amongst hobbyists, which is kind of baffling because first ballot Hall of Famer, famer likely unanimous, uh, Super Bowl winner, great guy, just the kind of guy you want on your team. Denver Broncos are psyched to have him there. And he is undoubtedly psyched to be there because uh, as Russ watchers know, things were a little iffy in Seattle over the last couple of years. He wanted more control of what was going on on the field, wanted more control of the play calling. I get that. He deserves it. He's earned it. He's a smart quarterback. So here he is going to Denver. He's got a rookie coach in Nate Hackett, who seems like a really nice guy. Uh, Also seems like he's a great coach. And a great coach would recognize that you want to hand the keys to the car to Russell Wilson so he can throw to Cortland Sutton. He can throw to Jerry Judy. He can throw to K.J. Hamler. Do not sleep on K.J. Hamler. Uh, And all of a sudden, maybe this guy will be a Matthew Stafford kind of thing, right? So last year, when Stafford got traded to the Rams after doing great statistical things in Detroit, there were massive spikes in his card value between 21 and 22. There were minutes where his cards were selling for an average of $2,000. Bananas, right? Uh, So with Russ, we might be seeing the same thing. Quietly, there have been eight five-figure card sales over the last couple months. Might be a a guy you want to take a little flyer on 
headed into what could be a really great season. Uh, the much maligned Tua Tagovailoa. I don't think he's going to be maligned after this year. After all, he's going to be throwing to Tyreek Hill. I, I could be a quarterback if I had Tyreek Hill to throw to. Not only is he going to be throwing to Tyreek, he's got a guy who I think is arguably the best coaching hire of the offseason. That'd be Mike McDaniel, former um, San Francisco 49ers offensive coordinator. Now, think about this. Last year, the Niners were in the top 14 in every major offensive statistic. And that was with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. They came within uh, like a, a, a hair's breadth of making the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo at the quarterback. And Jimmy Garoppolo isn't even starting this year. That, that just goes to show you what the, the 49ers thought of him. So Tua set up for success in that respect. Not only that, they have arguably one of the best running back rooms in the league. You got Chase Edmonds, you got Raheem Mostert, and you got Miles Gaskin. Those are three RB1s that two is going to be able to throw to, that two is going to be able to give the ball to so he can you know, get a little breather, that two is going to be able to do play action with. He's going to have a whole lot of wiggle room in that offense. Now, his card value over the last month up 16%. So people are getting that. Not only that, his growth rate over the last six months up 27%. Now that might kind of make you shy away, thinking, "Oh, everybody's all in on Tua." But you know what? Get yourself a get yourself a, a, a mid level card, right? Hold on to it, and if the Dolphins do make the playoffs, and if he does throw a whole bunch of cool passes to Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek makes him look a little like Patrick Mahomes, it's a win. The last guy on the uh, tier one, uh, and this is completely biased and completely uh, fan heart related, uh, Justin Fields. I'm a Bears guy, right? I watched Justin Fields over the preseason. I watched him in training camp. I, I just paid way too much attention to what goes on with Justin Fields on social media. Now, he looks good, right? Doesn't look great, but looks very, very good. Here's the thing. The Bears have the fourth easiest schedule in the NFL, okay? They hired a new coach, Matt Eberflus, who's building a game plan around Justin Fields, unlike the previous regime, who basically set Justin up, Justin up to, to fail. They did. They did. Justin's getting killed in the media. And he's the kind of guy who doesn't like getting killed in the media. Chip on his shoulder is getting bigger by the day. And I have a special place in, in my heart, not just because he's a bear, but I have epilepsy and Justin has epilepsy. And for reasons that are beyond me, uh, public figures who have epilepsy do not speak about having epilepsy. And the fact that he he's out there um, he's always going to be special to me, even if he gets sacked nine times like he did uh, against Cleveland last year. His card value is up 4%, a modest gain. So now's the time to get in early. There are some low-pop, uh, high-graded cards out there that you can get for, uh, I think, a relatively reasonable price. And it, it, this might be a long game. Uh, it, might not, uh, it might not be a good thing at the end of the season, but maybe at the end of the 2024-25 season. We'll see. Guys, you want to hold on. Patrick Mahomes, he lost Tyreek Hill, the aforementioned Tyreek Hill. And the Chiefs have the hardest schedule in the NFL. This is going to be a problematic. Because Patrick Mahomes, he's still going to have an amazing year. He's got himself Travis Kelsey, who is one of the best, not just tight ends in history, but uh, he's one of the best receivers in the league right now. His wide receiver room, even without Tyreek Hill, isn't bad. You got Juju Smith-Schuster who's ready for a, a, a 
a resurrection, I think. You got Marquez Valdez Scandling, who, given the opportunity, is he could be the Tyreek Light, L-I-T-E. He's the guy who runs downfield really fast and catches balls uh, from you know 60 yards away from the line of scrimmage. And Nicole Hardman, who we're just waiting for him to do something. We're just waiting. It's going to happen. And don't sleep on Sky Moore. The, the rookie looks really good. Still irked the Bears passed on him, but we'll see. So people understand that Mahomes it could be in for a rocky year. His card value is down 1% over the last month, and his growth rate over the last six months is just, it dropped 30%. Okay. And again, as was the case with Josh Allen, a lot of that has to do with the numbers, the fact that there have been like crazy high card sales. Uh, but is he going to catch up? If the Chiefs don't make the Super Bowl, which I don't think they will, he might be a, a he, he's never going to be bad. He's Patrick Mahomes. He's one of the greats of the era, but maybe not a guy you want to throw a whole lot of money at. Lamar Jackson, I'm a little nervous about too. Not just his fault, right? It's not just Jackson. Uh, their offense is a little bit of a question. No, no, no. I'm gonna, it's a lot of a question mark. Sorry, Ravens fans. J.K. Dobbins is hurt. Might or might not be ready for week one, week two. Uh, and they picked Kenyon Drake up off the street. And he looks like there's going to be the RB1. And Kenyon Drake is not the kind of guy, not the kind of RB1 that's going to take you to the promised land. Uh, and their receiving core, yeah, you got Mark Andrews at the tight end. He's a beast. He's Travis Kelsey light, L-I-T-E. There we go with the light again. Uh, and their uh, WRs are led by Rashad Bateman, who is poised for a breakout season, we all believe. But it's a breakout season. It's not a guarantee. Uh, the rest of the receiving core, eh. So Lamar Jackson's value, his card value is held steady. Uh, you know, after his MVP season, it, people were into it. And now they're just kind of ambivalent about it. And I don't think he's going to do anything this season to change that. Justin Herbert. This is the one that's going to probably get me a whole lot of emails at collect this at csgcards.com. Uh, Herbert and his flowing locks uh, are going to have to deal with the 12th hardest schedule in the league. Not great. They're in the hardest, arguably one of the hardest divisions in, in the history of the NFL. You got the Raiders with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. You got the Broncos with uh, Russell Wilson and a whole bunch of good receivers. And you got the Chiefs with Mahomes and, and Mahomes. That's all you need is Mahomes. Now, his card value has been pretty high, right? There were been there have been six like high six-figure sales. And you haven't seen those lately. You've been seeing the value uh, plummet a little bit, down 7%. Having said that, there have been 11 six-figure card sales in 2022 alone. But that begs the question, what does he have to do to not even just grow from that, that number, but maintain, right? They're going to have to hit the Super Bowl. They're going to have to make a deep play. Even a deep playoff run, run might not move that needle. And in that division, in that Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, uh, boy, that's a nightmare division. Uh, I don't see him going next level. It's a, it's a tough world out there in the uh, AFC. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, my goodness. That team is a mess. Those Jacksonville Jaguars. Yikes. Now, on the plus side, he's going to be playing from behind a whole lot. Uh, so he will have opportunity, right? But his wide receiver room, eh, you got the the wildly overpaid Christian Kirk. I, I, listen, I like Christian Kirk, but I think we can all agree that eight gajillion dollars a year is a little much for him. Uh, you got Marvin Jones as you w, WR2, who, you know, he was solid. Getting balls from Matthew Stafford is not going to be uh, as advantageous right now, at least, as getting balls from Trevor Lawrence. And you got Zay Jones, who's had trouble uh, hooking onto a team, right? That is a rough wide receivers room. Uh, and he didn't show much in the preseason. He had a 91.5 quarterback rating. 
Now, his card value is down 5%, and as was the case with uh, Justin Herbert, that has to do in part with the fact that there have been some crazy high sales. Like last year, last August, uh, there was a Panini National Treasures Platinum Autograph card with a shield, 101 that sold for $336,000. I'm not seeing too many $336,000 Trevor Lawrence cards. The, the Jaguars ain't gone anywhere. Trevor, is, he's got a ceiling right now due to that team, not, not because of him. You know, I could see him being Andrew Luck-esque someday. Right now, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not comfortable with him. Um, I'm mildly comfortable with Kyler Murray. Not enough to throw card money at him. But the thing is, right, he's always going to be, he's always going to put up points. He's always going to be a fantasy darling. He's always going to be exciting to watch. Thing is, this year, boy, his, his receiving court went kind of downhill. Yes, they signed Hollywood Brown. I love Hollywood Brown. But he had the sixth most drops in the NFL in 2021. And I watched every single one of those drops because he was on my fantasy team and he made me cry. He made me cry a lot. Now, collectors are, are understanding that Kyler might be a little eh this year. His card value is down 8%, and he hasn't seen a massive sale since January uh, when someone paid 96000 for a 2019 Panini National Treasures crossover rookie patch auto. I'm not seeing anything uh, move. I'm not seeing him amp up. The Cardinals are not going to make any noise in the postseason. It's just, tr- tr- it's just true. There's just so many good teams out there. They're a good team. There's a lot of great teams. So maybe hold on, Kyler Murray. All right, the last page. Here's the last page. The last page is the guys to be wary of. I'm going to start with Trey Lance, okay? People love Trey Lance. He's the 13th highest average draft. has the 13th highest average draft position in all of the NFL, ahead of Tua and ahead of Derek Carr, two guys who I think are going to have fantastic years. So fans are all about Trey. He's got great weapons. He's got Debo Samuel. He's got Brandon Ayuk. He's got a pretty solid uh, backfield led by Eli Mitchell. And he's got... Uh, I loves me some George Kittle. He's got George Kittle. Thing is, no Mike McDaniel. Yes, you still have Kyle Shanahan, who is the brain trust over there, the offensive uh, genius. But Mike McDaniel played a little role in, as noted, getting Jimmy Garoppolo uh, up to speed, right? People are looking at Trey as a, a card entity. People are looking at him like, okay, I'm, I'm wary, right? Because his card value over the last month is up 0.5%. So we're talking a flat line. But... Over the last several months, the card ladder index graph, right? It looks like a jittery AKG, up and down, up and down, up and down. That is not a comforting thought for, uh, in effect, a rookie. For affecting a rookie that has uh, a new, a new coaching regime. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna avoid Trey for right now. I like the dude, um, but I'm gonna stay away from his cards. Joe Burrow. Not only is it, I like, I love Joe Burrow. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I love Joe Burrow. Great dude. Great quarterback. But they have a lot the lot going against them, the Bengals do. They have the seventh hardest schedule in the league. Okay, and here's the Super Bowl hangover stat you're going to love. 31% of all Super Bowl losers missed the playoffs the following season. That means there's a one out of three shot. The Bengals are home in February. Okay? People understand that. Burroughs' card value is down 11%, and it has flatlined since J- July. It has been just no movement whatsoever. Um, I will kind of avoid him. 
I don't even think he's going to flatline. I think his card value might, might. I don't want to say crater because that's harsh and mean, and I don't want to be harsh and mean, especially to a handsome young man like Joe Burrow, but I'm not throwing any money at him. I'm, I'm saving money for a Josh Allen card. I'm going to take any Joe Burrow money and put it in my little bank account and say, go to Josh in, in, in December. Mac Jones over in New England. This is an eyeball thing. I think he's hit his ceiling. It's a good ceiling. Don't get me wrong. It's a great ceiling. The dude is going to complete like, you know, 14 of 20 passes every game. But that's it. Right? He doesn't have a long ball. He doesn't have a great cast of thousands around him. And people see that. His card value is down 14% over the last month. And low population cards. Low population cards are selling for just three figures. Base cards are selling for pennies on the dollar. I ain't touching Mac Jones in the hobby. I love watching him. He's going to be a daily fantasy option um, two, three, four times this year. But not touching him in the hobby. Zach Wilson uh, may seem like a pretty obvious choice because he is a walking injury. He's had himself a torn shoulder labrum, a fractured thumb and hand, a knee sprain and a knee bruise. We're not sure what kind of shape he's going to be in uh, for week one, two, three and beyond. Uh, Yet his card value is up 2%. People are feeling optimistic. Um, but the only cards of his that are making any noise are all one of ones, one of fives. Nobody's interested in anything that Zach Wilson has touched that is a even considered close to a high population card. I am staying away from Zach Wilson. The last dude on this list, Aaron Rodgers. Now, I'm not just saying that because I'm a Bears fan and I have an innate dislike for Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying it because... Christian Watson and Romeo Dubes and Amari Rogers. Those are his uh, four through six wide receivers. His one through three, Alan Lazard. I think we all, all his fantasy players like Alan Lazard, right? He's fine. Sammy Watkins, we're ambivalent, us fantasy players, about Sammy Watkins. Randall Cobb, we like Randall Cobb. He's 7,000 years old, though. No, sorry, 7,003. My bad. Rogers, speaking of age, is 38, okay? At some point, age is going to catch up with him. At some point, age is going to catch up with Tom. Isn't it Tom Brady? Him? At some point. At some point, it has to happen. The thing is, the NFC North has gotten better. The Bears yeah, the Bears haven't gotten better. I admit it. Bears are going to stink, and they will get blasted by the Packers twice this year. But the Lions are not two guaranteed victories. The Vikings are not two guaranteed victories. This is going to make things a little difficult for Aaron Rodgers, and if things are a little difficult for Aaron Rodgers, he is not getting the Super Bowl. And even when he did get to the Super Bowl, nobody in the hobby really cared that much. The only notable recent sale was just 10, it wasn't even 10 grand, it was just under 10 grand. And it wasn't an Aaron Rodgers alone card. It was a Rodgers and Brett Favre Upper Deck Legends rookie autograph card. So since far as there, it doesn't really count for the purposes of this conversation. And his card value over the last month is down 0.3%. Uh, flatline at best, but... I'm seeing it going down. All right, so before I go, I have to make a prediction. I have to make a Super Bowl prediction. I would be remiss if I didn't make a Super Bowl prediction. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, I think, are it. I think they're, and I kind of have to say that because my wife is from Buffalo, and the one football team she likes is the Bills. So go Bills. Coming out of the NFC, who knows and who cares? I think the Bills are going to go like 15 and two, and have a year for the ages. So enjoy the season, uh, and remember, wait, let's let's bust out the uh, disclaimer voice. Uh, the information just heard on this episode of Collect This is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as investment advice, but do with it what you will. Now let's uh, let's reconvene after the Super Bowl.
Whether it's a 1986 Michael Jordan Fleer rookie card, a Tom Brady playoff contenders rookie card from 2000, or, I don't know, a Marv Throneberry card that came out of a post cereal box in 1963, and yes, that's a thing. Certified Sports Guarantee will grade your sports cards quickly and accurately. A subsidiary of Certified Collectibles Group, CSG graded over 1 million cards in its first year plus on the sports collecting scene, the fastest any grading company has hit that mark. The speedy turnaround times provided by the knowledgeable, passionate team of expert sports card graders will make your CSG experience smooth, efficient, and most importantly, fair. Regardless of the athlete, the sport, or the condition of your card, CSG will treat it with the love and respect it deserves. For more information about CSG, visit CSGcards.com. That's CSG, your go-to sports card grading company. We hope you enjoyed Collect This, powered by CSG. Collect This was hosted, written, produced, engineered, and scored by Alan Goldsher. If you have any comments or questions, please email us at collectthis at csgcards.com. 